You are listening to a Best Of series only on Lance J Plus. One of my favorite things uh, when we come to, to the RISE conferences, I love talking with my guy, Matt McClaskey. Now, I've been friends with Matt for a long time. I've worked with Matt as a vendor. Matt and I have cussed each other out. Uh, Matt's fired me. I fired Matt. Like we've had, we've had some some brutal knuckle dragging arguments over the years. But after that, we would always go uh, go get some buffalo wings and a beer. Now I, I don't eat buffalo wings anymore. That's part of that's part of the carb. Uh, the fried buffalo wings is a part of the uh, cohorts of foods that I don't eat anymore. But it's good to see Matt. I'm not going to ask him any risk adjustment questions. I've been talking about risk adjustment all day, so I'm just going to go right in, man. Are the Kansas City Chiefs going to be any good this year or losing Tyreek Hill? See, I think that the Chiefs, if you look at the Chiefs' schedule, AFC West is much better. Yep. Chargers are going to be good this year. The Raiders are going to be good this year. I think the Chiefs could miss the playoffs, not because they're not good. I mean, you got Andrew Reid, you got Mahomes. So when I say miss the playoffs, I mean like being 10-7, and seven and missing the playoffs because of tiebreakers. I don't mean being 6-11. and 11. I think the Patriots are going to go 6-11. and 11. But are the Chiefs, are you a little bit concerned as a Chiefs fan going into the year? Because it's been a little bit of a cakewalk in the AFC. Other than New England, yep. when Brady was there, you really have not had a challenger. You know, Buffalo has kind of, is kind of, you know, picking up speed. But every time Buffalo goes up against the Chiefs, doesn't work out yeah they just can't get over the hump are you concerned I just go right to the point I mean right for the jugular I'm always concerned because I always think the worst is gonna I, I always really root for the you're Chiefs, pessimist but I'm also like I don't want to get too excited but I think actually it's gonna well, be been an AFC championship four years yeah, in a row, years in I mean, row. That's pretty good um I would say I'm concerned just because losing Tyreek, we lose the ability to stretch the ball down the field. Exactly. But I think we've got to, we're going to be a little bit different in terms of like our approach. Are you going to be more methodical, run the ball more, ball control? Kind of like what we started to do last year after everybody had the cover two offense. Right. I don't think without Tyreek Hill, what the Chiefs could do that separates them, it reminds me of the Peyton Manning Colts. Chiefs could be down 21, nothing first quarter. No big deal. They'll win 38 to, to 20 to 27. Like it's the Chiefs can score five touchdowns on you in a quarter. Yeah. And we saw that in the playoff game against the Texans, where the Texans blocked the punt. They were up. Yeah, the Chiefs were, were the Chiefs had they were, taken the lead back by halftime. Yeah, Texans. The Texans were up, were up 24 to 24 nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. And then and the Chiefs went into halftime up, game over. Um, and they went for it a fourth down because they knew, they knew that if you give the Chiefs 12, 13 possessions. They're going to score. I don't think without Tyreek Hill, you could do that. You're going to have to be more of a ball control, moving the ball down, down yeah. the field offense. I mean, what I saw in the preseason and against preseason, take it with a grain of salt, Mahomes is still amazing. He's still Mahomes. He's still, right. He moved around. He spread the wealth more. I think he's going to put more pressure on Travis Kelsey just because he's going to be the main target. But I do. But think, do you think Kelsey will get double team? Do you think what? I think they're going to double team. People are going to double team Kelsey a lot. So you can't double team Kelsey and Cheetah. Yeah. Now you can double team Kelsey and, you know, it just will depend on the growth of your receiving core. Yeah. I just think it's going to be very interesting. Um, what do you think about this year? I mean, we know that the Chiefs are still favorites in the AFC, but what do you think about the AFC West? I mean, it's such a good division. I would not be shocked if three, three out of the four teams in the AFC West made the playoffs. 
Um, if I was to odd man out, I'd probably still put the Raiders. Yeah, I think the Raiders. Would be Just bad. Josh McDaniels, not. I mean, he's had trouble as a head coach. Right. Uh, I mean, Devontae Adams going there. Awesome. Derek Carr. Right. But I think Derek Carr relies so much, at least I saw it, on, hey, let's, do, let's throw a pass 40 yards in the air right. and hope that we get a pass interference. Right. <laughs> that seems like it. I'm not as high on Derek Carr as some people are. I mean, I think that he's good. I don't think that he's elite. No, I don't think not. that he has the capacity to be elite, uh, even with a Devontae Adams. But, but I think that the Raiders, if they play good defense, can compete. But I agree. I think San Diego is going to take that. Um, excuse me. I could keep calling him San Diego. I think the I L.A. Chargers are going to take, take Diego, that next but. leap. Um, Justin Herbert's a stud. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, he has all of the makings of, you know, a superstar, um, face of the league type of quarterback. And uh, then you have Diver. I think that's the wild card. I'm hearing, because, you know, I'm still in sports. I'm hearing that Russell Wilson doesn't look that great. Really? I haven't. I'm hearing that he's looking old. Well, um, I think that's going to be interesting. Although, if I remember correctly, like up until he got injured or something happened last year, he was like the number one rated quarterback. But then I think he's just more injury prone. He's a smaller guy. Right. He's a small guy. That's, yeah. That's, that's true. Now, what do you think going into to the college season? Like, who are, who are some of the teams that, that you're looking at? So, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to my old friend, Matt McClaskey. He's, he's, I got to plug him. He's a vice president of sales for Signify Health. Um, I, I, just, I talked about our arguments in the day. I didn't mention Signify. I think it was Senseo at the time yeah, when, when me and you were advanced, in yeah. together. <laughs> but, um, but we're talking, I've been talking healthcare all day, and, and we're talking a little bit of sports. Um, what do you think going into the college season? Uh, I mean, I just hope it's not all SEC teams. Too. I just hope Georgia and Alabama. Georgia's going to have a drop off. I, well, I think the they lost like eleven what? people to the NFL. Like they had, they had like ten or eleven people drafted off of that team into the NFL. Georgia, they don't have a great quarterback. I mean, Georgia only gave up thirteen points a game last yeah. year. And even then, if um, if Alabama doesn't lose both of their starting receivers to ACL injuries. They probably still beat Georgia. I think. You know. I think the problem there with they don't play. And what each do you other. think about my Buckeyes? Uh, I mean, I think their Buckeyes are going to bounce back. Yeah, we'll find out when way. they play Notre Dame this yeah. weekend. I think that's going to be. They're an 18-point favorite. I don't like that. I think that that's, that's too, much. too much against. I think Notre that Dame. that's too much. By the time this airs, the game will already be over. But I think that's too much to lay 18. I'm an Ohio State guy. I wouldn't lay 18 if I was a gambler. If I was on FanDuel, I would not lay 18 no. for for Notre Dame. I mean, it's still Notre Dame. Um, I think, you know, maybe 11, 12. I don't know if they're that much better because Notre Dame's a top five team. So to, so to say that at home, Ohio State's almost a 20-point favorite, that's basically saying that they're at Alabama level. I don't yeah, know if I go that far. Yeah. I don't know if I go that far. I mean, I think they're going to be good. I, I think if I was thinking the four teams that would make the playoffs, Ohio State, I think it's going to come out of the Big Ten. Um, the winner of Al if Alabama and Georgia both go into the – Right. Championship game undefeated. Both teams will probably make it. Right. Um, and there's going to be some wild card out there. I don't. I, I doubt anybody from the Big 12 is going to come out of it. You Clemson, never know. Oklahoma State could be good. Oklahoma State, Clemson now, maybe. Now, do you consider yourself to be a big Big 12 guy? Oh, yeah, Kansas, yeah. I mean, okay. I, mean I know that obviously it's a phenomenal not, football they're team. They're a basketball school, so it's yeah, not. We won the national championship in basketball. So. A big – so I'm going to put you on the spot. Even though they're a Big Ten team, to me they're a Big Twelve team, and that's Nebraska. In what team? That they're they're a big team, a Big Ten team in name, 
But to me, they're a big eight, big 12 team, and that's Nebraska. Nebraska? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Their coach is getting a lot of heat over losing Scott to Northwestern. Frost. Like, it's starting to get real ugly. Yeah. Um, you know, Frost, who won a Heisman Trophy at Nebraska, it looks like he's on his way out. I know that you being a Kansas guy, football is not their forte. But what do you think about Nebraska? I've always thought, and if, if it's above your pay grade, let me know. <laughs> I think Nebraska should go back to the triple option. Yeah. I think that they were great. And I think they should go back to the Big 12. I think I, going to the Big 10, and we see all these groups, you know, UCLA out here in California yeah, and SC are going to the Big 10. Yeah. And we know that Oregon's going to follow and Washington, they're Washington, going to go to the Big probably, 10. And then yeah. Stanford and Cal are going to go to the Big 10. And everybody else that's left, all the bad schools in the Pac-12, they're going to have to go into the Big 12. I think, have to yeah, go we'll get the Arizona schools, Colorado, Utah. Right. Um, I mean, I doubt the Big 10 is going to kick them out, even though they're not an AAU university right. anymore. Um, but I mean, they still, you still got Rutgers in there, but I mean, sometimes if, if you're going to keep Rutgers in there, how do you get, you can't get rid of Nebraska. But I, I think that Nebraska, they took the money to go to big 10, but I think they're a big eight, big 12 school. Oh yeah. And what are yeah. your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, they're one of the original big eight schools. I think the culture is big eight. Yeah. I think the black shirts and just everything, you know, I just don't think they fit in the big 10. What do you think about all of these schools kind of moving into other conferences and, and kind of like not geographic conferences anymore, just whoever can make the most money here, we're going to align. What do you think about that? I think that college football is a regional sport. Yep. Um, it's going to be less regional, but I understand, you know, you got the big TV deals that are multi-billion dollar deals, but what are your thoughts on that? I'm not super excited about it. Really? Uh, I I mean, as a Kansas fan, I'm always a little bit worried because we just don't have the, right. the football basketball pedigree. School. But we're a basketball right. school. I actually, I honestly best, thought we were going to get picked best up three basketball schools in the country by the Big Ten. Right. At some point, really? I thought we made like from. A, I don't think the football team is good enough. No, to, I thought from a, yeah. like a geography standpoint. Right. Pick up Kansas. No, that makes sense. Pick up Iowa State. Right. You've got more in the Big Ten, Big Ten West, but yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I I just think that that's all um, very interesting, man. Um, I ask you one question as we wrap up. I asked you one healthcare question. What do you see in the landscape? And I'm not talking about a Signify, but yeah. what are some of the things that you've seen in healthcare? Because it's changed a lot in the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, especially on the vendor side, like what are some of the things that you're seeing and some of the challenges that your clients are having? I mean, I think the biggest thing continues to be the non-clinical piece of healthcare, the social determinants of health. I mean, right. it, it's not going away. It's not quite the buzzword it was, you know, three to five years ago, but... I mean, every, I think everybody sees it on the marketplace. Yeah. It continues to be a big issue. Yeah. And whatever you can do to help people with uh, social needs, yep. I think it's going to continue to be a big driver in terms of overall people's health. Absolutely, so, man. I, I think that's going to continue to be a big focus. And then, um, you know, it's a lot more value-based care, a lot more for providers to be incentivized to, to do more. Um, I think that's the huge part. Yeah, is incentivizing the providers. That's such a, yeah. a difficult animal. Yeah, and uh, something to tackle. But Matt McClaskey, Signify Health, man, it's it's always good to to see you. Um, and you know we've been friends for for a long time, man. Just watching, I've respected your career and appreciated what you've done in your career. And uh, you know we've we've built together and just very proud of you. And 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 just continue to wish you the best on on your journey. Yeah. No, this is great. I'm so excited for everything that you've been able to accomplish in growing 
the Lanshade Radio Network, and I mean, just from where it was even a couple of years ago, I think it's just phenomenal. So, thanks so much, great. man. All yeah. right. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Cooks Nook, Mosaic Meals, and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. Contact us today to learn more about our nutritious, delicious Mosaic Meals at 512-710-6665 or online at mosaic at mosaicmeals.com. I'm the latest hashtag challenge, and everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. James Lewis. But I worked for a company once. And particularly the C-suite that was in charge of that line of business. This person thrived on bullying people. They enjoyed bullying people. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. They were proud of it. They wore it as a badge of honor. They thought it was a joke. They were joking around with other executives about I'm ruining families. Husbands and wives are not spending time together because of me. When I overheard that conversation, I immediately said, I was like, I've got to get out of this company. This company is a train wreck waiting to happen. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.